0: God's design for marriage is found in Matthew chapter 19. Jesus said, at the beginning, the Creator made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his mother and father and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. Welcome to By Design from American Family Radio.
1: In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Hey, my name is Wesley Wildman. One of many hosts for By Design. We have a handful of hosts that have come together. You'll hear Mickey and Will. You'll hear Abe and Maria and Bert and Jan uh, throughout the week, uh, throughout the weekends as we move forward. This is a new ministry, a new effort for uh, AFR, or AFA, as we try to. Re-establish and to really um, highlight the positives and the uh, benefits and the encouragement of marriage the way God designed it Today we'll be discussing navigating marriage and ministry That's navigating marriage and ministry here on By Design You can go to afa.net slash By Design to get more of our radio program To get more of our written content, some of our videos that we have on this effort But we came together several, several months ago, almost over a year now and we decided that we wanted to be the post Obergefell effort in the same way that there was the pro-life movement after Roe versus Wade. So that's what we're, that's what our goal is. We want to remind people of the scriptures and the way God designed marriage. And then it is not. Yes, well, yes, there's difficulties. Yeah, there's hard times. But the way that God designed it is beautiful and it's uh, inspiring, it's encouraging, and there's many, many benefits from it couple of the stats that we've, we'll have on our billboards billboards along with this effort that floats around uh, our country is that married parents or married families make over an average of 30% more than unmarried parents and marriages in America strongest the marriages in America are strongest against anti poverty anti crime health institutes and the statistics go on of the benefits And the good things that come from marriage. So that's what we're going to discuss in this podcast, in this radio program throughout the coming months. And today, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about navigating marriage and ministry. Along with that, we have, I have a very, very special guest with me. But before I mention that and tell you who it is, hang on. I want you to go to afa.net or at least remember afa.net slash by design and you can get more there. So with that said, and with no further ado, I've said special guests before, but this is an extremely special guest. This is my wife. She's on here to um, be with us, and we're going to talk about navigating marriage and ministry. Chelsea, welcome.
0: Thank you, Wesley. I'm
1: That's excited it to be here. Okay, <laughs> that, I knew I knew there had to be more than that. I was really getting worried. She already told me earlier that she was a little bit nervous, and there'll be a little, there'll be few words, and you'll do most of the talking. And I thought. If we're gonna start off that way, you're right. <laughs> but no, you. <laughs> this is ahead.
0: just not a normal occurrence for me. I'm just not on the radio. But I'm glad to be here and discuss navigating marriage and ministry with you today.
1: Well, good. I'm. I'm glad you're glad to be here, and I'm looking forward to it. And comment and um, or make some comments in the in the chat below or wherever you can, or, or email us and let us know if you've enjoyed. Chelsea being on with us, could I look forward to this being a regular occurrence where Chelsea and I come on. I know that we have some plans in our next radio program to have some of our best friends on that are married Christian couples and talk about uh, just... um well It was your idea. What was it?
0: How to fellowship with other Christian married couples right. and the importance of it.
1: Yep, we'll have that on here by design at our next uh, program, possibly. It's something we're considering. So if you have any ideas or thoughts on what you would like Chelsea and I to talk about on by design during our segment on by design on AFR.net, just let us know. So as we get into this, I know we've got, I don't know, about 20, 22, 23, 24 minutes left. So with what we've got, Chelsea, let's discuss this. Um, well, you know what, let's, since we're going to be doing this sometime, let's first introduce ourselves and our family. So tell, tell our audience a little bit about our family.
0: Awesome. So Wesley and I have been married for 7 years. Um we got we got married, excuse me, in October of 2012 and we've been together ever since. Mm-hmm. And now we have two beautiful children, Bennett and Landry, and we are actually adding our third edition this fall. So we're excited about that. So our family's growing and our ministry opportunities are growing and we're excited to discuss some of that today.
1: And when you know you know, because we dated and got married in under a year. Yes. Eleven months was the was our timeline. So when you know you know.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Some of my friends thought that was a little quick, but I knew you were the one and so did God. So yeah. that's it.
1: And what I do too. <laughs> All right. All right. So first question. Before we can talk about navigating marriage and ministry, first we need to find out what a ministry is. So I have my definition of what I came up with. Do you have one or do you want me to start with mine?
0: You just go right ahead.
1: All right, so let's define it. What I came up with, and I know there's a Webster dictionary out there, a definition of it, and maybe I should have got that. Um, but what I wanted, what I concluded after my years in ministry and the things that I've read in Scripture is a ministry is a person or a group of people that God has given you the opportunity to witness to or disciple. You could probably add some things in there, but you can't take anything away. What do you think? Is that a good starting point? Can we go with that before we move forward? Chelsea?
0: I think that's a perfect definition. Yes. All right.
1: I'll say that again a person or group of people that God has given you the opportunity to witness to, our disciples. So that's what we're going to define as a ministry today. That is what a ministry is, and that's what we're going to start with. So, first question that Chelsea and I are going to discuss is how do you know if you've been called to ministry? How do you know if you've been called to ministry, Chelsea?
0: I think that if if God lays a burden on your heart for a certain project, cause, outreach opportunity, um, somewhere to maybe donate to or minister to directly in person or to pray for, etc., I really think that he's going to burden your heart and set that um, goal on your heart. And you might not be able to kind of let that go as you pray about it and think, Think through about it so
1: yes and that's more of a specific answer and and we're going to get into what are some uh, ministry opportunities but before I do just in the more general sense we're all called to ministry so that kind of a trick question we are all called to ministry we see this in Matthew chapter 28 when it says therefore I'll go make disciples so once you become a Christian once you uh, repent of your sins you submit your life to the Lord Married or not married, uh, old or young, regardless of your circumstance or situation, when you become a Christian, everything about your life becomes a ministry. However, what you were describing, and it's what we all face as Christians at some point, is what is that specific ministry? We all agree that every day, you know, we have opportunities to minister, but what is that one thing? And so... Chelsea, well, why don't you go ahead? You are about to say something.
0: I was going to say in First Peter 4.10, it says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So I think that really kind of taking the tools that God has given you and moving forward with those in mind is is also a good uh, framework of mine to move forward in ministry. I know that you have different gifts than I have. Yours is, you know, you have a huge gift of teaching, Um, and ministering to, you know, the younger generation. And I think that mine is more an administrative and hospitality. So Mm -hmm. I think that we work well together in ministry.
1: Yes. I married you on purpose for that because I knew that when I was going to be doing ministry, I could give you all the book work. I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) You do this, you do that. (laughs) Yeah. And I get them (laughs) done.
1: No, I'm just kidding. God just worked it out that way, and I'm glad he did. You know, we didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare together nonetheless and you hadn't even seen my notes but you literally just about literally uh quoted some of the notes that i wrote down here about moving forward um it's important if you're unsure what that ministry is to always be moving in a ministry and then all because it's easier to steer some steer a a desire or burn in you into a right direction it's harder to get it started so um if you're unsure what it is you don't know it may be several weeks several months maybe a year before god reveals it but you need to be involved in the ministry somehow so with that said chelsea um give us the list or an overview of some of the ministries that you or i together or individually and we'll get to that later on but just the group of ministries that we've been a part of either while we were married individually or together go
0: these have mostly been while we have been married um I know that before we were married you started out in a monday night ministries and that's locally here in baldwin mississippi and a quick
1: description of that just so they because when you say monday night ministry that that quick description of monday night ministries it was another uh phrase with that was apartment ministries It, it was kids that were highly unlikely to come to church in any other setting and so we did it on a monday night and we offered a bus so that they actually had a ride provided a meal and then of course a Bible study and some games along the way so that was that idea go ahead
0: yes and it it was a very successful mm-hmm. ministry and i believe still continues today we're just not a part of that right now um and that's another thing we'll discuss we'll a little that. bit later while we're not yeah. this season's yes um another one that we've been involved with was um our local church youth group in our home church we have done nursery rotation that in itself is a ministry oh, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes not a lot of parents. They want to use the the nursery, of course, yeah. to drop their you know children yeah. off so that they can go and enjoy these services. But to serve in that ministry sure. is also a huge need. I know in our church, and probably across oh, yeah, the nation. Oh yeah, all the churches. You, so, we all
1: heard, we've all heard the stats, and I don't know.
0: And probably it, your preacher preaching on your need to be sure. in that ministry, yes. so yes. You
1: hear people say all the time, and I don't know if there's, this is a hard data, but it's something that people observed that, you know, 80% of the church, or 20% of the church, 20% of the church is 80% of the work, and we just know that shouldn't be the case, and we're going to talk about why we need a do better. So here we go.
0: Yes. And we have served in Iwanas, still continue to do that together. And that is a another church program that um, we're involved with. And you're a deacon in our church. Mm-hmm. And you also coach our little boy Bennett's baseball team and... Every year you do Men of Honor, and then something that was put on my heart was um, sponsoring our Compassion Child that we support every month and enjoy writing letters to and um, keeping up with and praying with, so uh, a combination of all of those that we've been involved with over the years, some you have taken on, you know, the reins of that, but um, because that's your gift. And then I kind of, you know, support you at our home. Um, and whether you're married or whether you're not, and you have a spouse, you're supporting them in ministry, even if you're not physically there at the event or the meeting or, you know, whatever it may be by supporting your home and taking care of your children or etc. If you don't have children, you're probably running errands or, you know, grocery shopping or cleaning or doing a bible study while your spouse is is away. So I, I think that even though you may not be physically present, you still are supporting that ministry of your spouse. So and that goes I think both ways for you and for me. Sometimes if I'm not in the nursery you may be helping with our kids so that I can serve there or vice versa. Um, I know with coaching a lot, I do come to a lot of Bennett's practices, but sometimes there are things to be done at, at our home. So, mm-hmm. you know, I take care of those and Landry's usually with me um, and also supporting us. So even our children support us and they don't even know.
1: Yep. And I apologize for those that were listening so intensely that you heard me smacking and sipping my coffee. I apologize. That is a delicious cup of AFA coffee that I need to be more mindful of. I know that my granny would have said that was rude, so I'll be careful not to do that. And Chelsea's in the background shaking her head. Cut that out. So I'll, do, <laughs> I'll try to do better. All right, here we go. Um, so with that said, if you notice there, I mean, you're talking, to, you go from, and I mentioned this earlier, you go from church stuff, church stuff, nursery, Iwana's, youth group, and then boom, you go coaching the men of honor. Well, that's because, as I mentioned at the beginning, that our ministry is not always or not necessarily inside the four walls. So there's mm-hmm. constant opportunities, and people are extremely creative in the ministries that they come up with, so much so that we have a whole radio program on AFR on Sundays Sunday mornings at 9.30 to 10 on AFR and Sunday afternoons from 1 p.m. to 1.30, and that program is called Exploring Missions on AFR where they discuss All types of creative ways that people are involved, that Christians are involved in ministries. Uh, I've been on there with my trips to short-term mission trips. I've heard coaches on there. I've heard businessmen's on businessmen on there, how they do their, how they get their staff involved in a uh, Bible study and all types of creative ministries. So be creative in your ministry, and that leads us to, or or the point I make there, there's short-term ministries and their long-term ministries. So with that said, Chelsea, why do you think that Christian marriages should be involved in a ministry?
0: I think that it not only strengthens your marriage because you're working together on something, but... Um, it also pleases the Lord. He He commands us to do that. Um,
1: You're taking my points, Chelsea. You did not even looked at my notes. Oh, and, okay, sorry. go ahead. I'm just kidding. But yeah. yes,
0: the, the Lord commands us to do that, and he He tells us to serve others with all of our heart and all, all of our soul. Um, Joshua 22, 5 says, But be very careful to keep the commandment and the law that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you, The love of the lord your god to walk in obedience to him to keep his commandments to hold fast to him and to serve him with all of your heart and your soul so service god mentions i don't know how many times in the bible but i know service and serving others and loving others is right at the top of one of the most things probably mentioned in the bible
1: absolutely it's one of the evidence of a born-again believer is serving others uh, you're listening to by design on american family radio chelsea and i chelsea being my wife chelsea wildman and my name is wesley wildman we are hosting by design and we're discussing navigating marriage and ministry we know that's a difficult thing to do and we've got to be careful thus far we've talked about a handful of things about certain ministries that we've been a part of we define what a ministry is and we're about to get into the uh, how much is too much and what does it look like? Some of the things we've learned and some of the things we've uh, made a mistake on, some of the things we did right. We're going to get into those things, so stay tuned. Also, go to afa.net. That's afa.net slash by design, and you can find more articles on the topic of marriage. You can find the way God designed it. You can find out more articles on anything as it relates to marriage, such as parenting, such as um, how to, again, navigate marriage and ministry, how to um, serve others in marriage, and you'll find um, some of the other efforts we're doing, as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, how, how we are trying our best and want to be. We have the desire to be the post um, in the same way that there was a lot of these pro-life organizations and ministries that came in, came along and birthed out of the Roe versus Wade tragedy, well, we want to be the same, uh, following Obergefell. That's our goal. We want to be out front, out front, uh, very uh, bold, very uh, courageous. and then also very positive and uplifting of God's design, the way God designed marriage, and that's what we want to be. So, go visit afa.net slash by design. Okay. So you mentioned uh, why? Why do you think marriages, Christian marriages, should be involved in ministry? You mentioned one of the couple, one of the few things I wrote down too. Another thing is is we, I believe it helps others grow in their knowledge of God. And also by serving others, it keeps everything in perspective and it keeps us from our selfish nature. It keeps our selfish nature in check. All of us can think about a time where we thought that we had, and we look, I don't want to make it trivial. I don't know what the situation is, but we all have been in a really bad situation or we had a really difficult season in our life. We were really challenged in a lot of ways, and just a um, just a real time to mourn. All the while, um, once we got back into serving and we got back into ministering, we realized that everything it put everything back into perspective. It doesn't it doesn't change the circumstances. It doesn't make bad things go away or difficult hard times go away. But it does serving others does have a unique way of bringing about. A complete biblical perspective to suffering and difficulties when you're helping and serving others I've noticed that in my own ministry and so that's why I believe it's that much more important to be involved in the ministry because once you're involved in ministry again it keeps you grounded it keeps you from becoming selfish would you agree
0: I would definitely agree and one of the things that we didn't necessarily quote-unquote list was our family I -hmm. think that so often you know, people forget, we forget sometimes that our number one ministry should be our family, should be investing in our marriage and in our children and, you know, maybe other children that are close to us in a way um, that may not have that, you know, traditional, quote unquote, family structure, maybe you know, they've lost a parent or a parent has left or et cetera. I think that, you know, serving our children, children close to us and pouring into our marriage is really the number one next to all of these others that we have served in and continue to serve in. Because if our home isn't strong and um, based in the Lord, then it's very hard to serve others.
1: Absolutely. And I've said for many, many years, uh, having worked at AFA, AFR full time for eight years in August. I have said many, many times that after I conclude, we meet once a week on Mondays to discuss what's going on in the culture. We also are in constant uh, study and constant um, uh, in the news of what's going on, in the know of what's going on in entertainment, culture, government. And all that I've seen over my full time eight years and even beyond that, I've concluded that the number one issue and the number one problem in America is resting on the brokenness of the family. Um. There is there are so many correlations. I mentioned some of the stats earlier. There's so many correlations with between the problems we have and the brokenness of the family. One of the things I didn't mention. Some of the billboards we have out there, by design, floating around. One of them says it. One of them says this, and it's true. We've we've studied this. It says children raised by unmarried, or sorry, children raised by married parents are two times uh, less likely to drop out of high school. I mean the stats are in favor of the way God designed marriage, and we want to support that. So uh, one of the things we Chelsea and I talked about too for the program that she just didn't have a strong opinion on, she said, you take this one, so I'm going to do this. And if you change your mind halfway, you hop in here, okay, Chelsea? All right. All right. Should you have a ministry separate from your spouse? Should you do all ministries together, or does it matter? What I have found is all the above. I believe if God's given you a passion or desire that he hasn't given your spouse and your spouse supports you and you believe it's something you're able to do and you're able to fully commit to, then go for it. At the same time, I also believe that doing ministry together also strengthens the marriage. As I mentioned earlier about serving together, um, it just really changes, uh, really sets things aside that are trivial and raises things that that are of importance biblically when you serve together. So serving together is important. If you have a ministry that's different than your spouse's or you have gifts, uh, do that. And I'll just give you an example of Chelsea and I. So I have a real burden for young men without dads. And so I was given a ministry called Men of Honor, and I had that up through the ministry of AFA. They are um, the underneath the umbrella of AFA, so you can go to afa.net slash events, and you'll see under there Men of Honors. It's through uh, June and July. We meet once a week. And I minister to young men without dads. And so that's my idea. My idea, my ministry that God's given me, and through the help of many people, many men that help come alongside mentors, not just myself. We work together for young men. Well, that's something that not necessarily you.
0: Right. If I showed up, I think they would probably look at me a little funny. <laughs> yeah. What are you place. doing here? You're not a man.
1: Hey, you know what? I may have you, though, this year for the etiquette time. That is do, true. We do learn about etiquette, and you that may be there true. for that. Yeah.
0: You, and the way that you have that program set up, I think, is so wonderful. It's a summer program. That way, you know, they don't have distractions of school, you know, mm-hmm. maybe sports going on at that time to really pour into and listen to a biblical topic, a practical application, and then usually an activity that deals with that. So that's kind of how you've set that up. And I think that. That could be a whole nother topic mm. later on that we can dive into a little bit more, but you've really set that up great, and I would love to, if anyone has any suggestions or questions about how you might could do that in your local area, please um, send us an email faq at afa.net, and we can get them some resources for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And with that said, we um, want to be, able, like Chelsea said, we want to be a help of any way that we can. And um so let's move on with the with a couple minutes we got left. And what is some of the thoughts that you have with our current situation based on the ministries we're involved in now with the kids. And let me just say this before you answer that that what I've learned um, over the years is that you don't think of a ministry as a as a location that you go to and then if you're not doing a, if you're not in Africa and that going to Africa and doing ministry is a good thing, but sometimes it's easy to think of certain things as being a ministry. And if you're not doing that full time, then you're not ministry. But God through God gives us opportunities in the season, like us, like Chelsea mentioned earlier. We have a family of two young kids, and so there's certain ministries that we were involved in, well pre marriage or even pre kids, and realized that those are things we couldn't do now necessarily. So, just be creative. Don't think of, don't have such a, a minimum view of ministry. Have an open view of ministry because this example of men of honor is only eight, eight days in the summer, really. It's eight weeks, it's once a week. And I've got men that are involved in this that couldn't serve in other ministries because of the same schedule we have. So, with that said, having a better understanding of a picture of ministry, what would you say about our ministry? That we have today things that we're involved in
0: I think that the things that we're involved in right now are great and they fit our family and they fit our schedule and sometimes we are called to go outside of our comfort zone, outside of our schedule a little bit more. Um, right now, what we have, I think, is, is a great setup. And I don't think that I would necessarily add any more commitments on it this time. And like you said, it's not a place or a location or a time. It doesn't have to be. I know that with our children, you know, even such a thing as you know sponsoring our compassion child, we have taught them, hey, we can't wait to get... Um, you know, our letters from radit that's her name. Um, We can't wait to get our letter from Radit this month. And, you know, we can't wait to see how we can pray for her or, and it also teaches them, Not everyone has the same lifestyle. Not everybody lives in the same location. Everybody around the world is different. You know, we can teach them through even a small way that serving others, we're serving her. We're able to help support her, be able to go to school, you know, get the medical care she needs and learn the love of Jesus. And I think that even those small opportunities that you can take with your spouse, with your children if you have them, et cetera, are important. Now, I don't necessarily think at this time that we would take on anything else right now just because we are about to add a new precious little blessing in the fall, and that will – um, you know, take up some of our time. <laughs> so, oh, for sure, Absolutely.
1: Yeah, adjusting <laughs> to
0: to becoming a family of five. So I think that right now, um, what we have is great, and I can't wait to continue to uh, pour into those ministries and to the children and into the lives that that we are now, um, and just showing them the love of Christ. Um, I know that something that stuck out to me—a verse—was um, First Samuel twelve twenty four. But be sure that the Lord excuse me, but be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart, considering what great things he has done for you. So I think that taking that mindset of, the Lord has done this for me, I want to share that with others is important in ministry.
1: Yes, well, we got about a minute or so left. What are some, to our audiences listening here, what is some of the advice that we could give?
0: I think don't overcommit, pray for what you're involved in, Involve your children if you have them and really give every opportunity to the Lord yep. to serve. I,
1: I would say, in addition to the over committing, once you do commit, stay committed, and yes. your spouse needs to be the one. Uh, y'all interchange holding each other accountable when the days get weary because mm-hmm. there's a start and a finish, and you've committed to something, you need to do it. Hold each other accountable. Also, Uh, Last but not least, involve your kids. Involve your family in ministry. That's an advice I would give that we've learned over the years. And so we want to encourage you to involve your children. So as we've discussed navigating marriage and ministry, the other things you want to hear us discuss, let us know. We're so grateful that you tuned in to By Design on AFR. And we are looking forward to our next program. We'll have some special guests on. And I'm so grateful for all the other hosts that are doing this effort with us. And again, thank you so much, and we will see you next time.
0: Thanks.